Greetings and salutations, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Catacomb Cult Podcast. My name is Javin Romero, your intrepid host for this evening's festivities. And we got a lot of fun stuff planned for this very special 2023 episode. Happy New Year. We made it, everybody. Can can you believe we made it? It's been a long year, but it also went by so fast. I'm 36 now. Bazooka's shaking her head, too. She's in agreement. A lot of drama went down. You know, we don't need to talk about that stuff. But yeah, man. And I hate to, like, keep threatening this. Well, threatening by, like, me talking about this. Like, yeah, you keep talking about it, motherfucker. Then do it. And that is van life, man. It's calling me hard. Pause. It's calling me Big time, man. The open road, it's just, I, I calculated it all up. I All my monthly expenses, even if I got like a loan for this RV, because it's not even van life anymore. I've switched to RV and specifically a Toyota Dolphin or a Toyota Sunraiser or Istica or a Warrior because I like these little Toyota trucks. They're only 22 feet. You can park those anywhere. And um, they got the shower the whole night, man. You sleep over the cab. It's dope. And they run forever. They, from, what I've, from what I've researched, they're easy to fix. And yeah, man, like, it's calling me hard. Because, like, I calculated it all up. I wrote it down. It would only cost me, like, $1,000 a month. And that's with a car payment. And that's food, gas, everything. Like a thousand dollars a month, you know what I mean? Maybe twelve hundred if I plan on going to the Florida Keys for the week. You know what I'm saying? But it's just really calling my name because we're all gonna die. I keep getting older, man, and I don't. I don't feel older. I mean, my body physically feels older, but mentally, I don't. And it just sucks, man. And my love life's kaput, man. It's done. It's over. Like, I had some, not drama, but, like, I had some, like, what? Some, like, some real wishy-washy shit this whole year. And I'm I'm just like, well, you know, it's not sustainable. It's not sustainable. I don't think being in a relationship with me is sustainable. (laughs) That sucks. But I got my dog, man. Like Jesse Stewart says, gotta quit my job and hang with my dog. Gotta quit my job and go and hang out with my dog. I can fight and swim it dirty and play. Gotta sleep outside, cuddle up and live long rides. I don't think I should work for one more day. One more, more day. Yeah, one more day. Talking about little bazooka. And you know, I, I drove. I drove the long way home, not a long way. It was like an extra 40 minutes, but it was through like Parker and like um, 29 Palms and like Joshua Tree on the way home instead of just going on the 10. When I I went to visit my sister and my family 
out in Phoenix for Christmas. And on the way home, I drove like the side roads home and it was so enjoyable. You know, you're not getting bottlenecked by fucking semis and trying to pass semis and then slow car. You know, you know, it's the freeway is fucking stress, man. But yeah, this was just like a two lane highway. Meaning one going this way and one going the other way. And you're just chilling. There's nobody out there. You were just chilling. You put it on cruise control. You kick back and it's like cool winding roads and shit. It's, I went through little towns in Arizona I've never been to. Like Wending. Wending, I think it was. And Boose. Boose. You know. But anyway, I, I, I could just see myself doing that across the country because I, you know, I hate, I hate to bring this up like it's my fucking identity, but it kind of is. You guys all know I have anxiety. And for me to like see the rest of the country, I don't, I, I used to love planes and shit. I just can't do them anymore. So for me to see like fucking Florida or New Orleans or the Pacific Northwest, whatever it may be, Chicago, get a Chicago dog. I'm going to have to drive there. And this is the only way I see myself doing that. Oh, sorry. I should have shut this down. But yeah, that's the only way I see myself doing that. And it wouldn't be forever. And if I hate it, you know, then I'll just get back to fucking the grind, man. But I could, I feel like I could save a shit ton of money just working what I work now instead of having to pay rent plus bills Plus everything else, you know what I mean? You know, food and beer and shit, even though not so much beer anymore, but wine. <clears throat> but yeah, like I feel like I would be able to save like at least a thousand dollars extra a month, maybe two thousand extra a month and be doing something badass. Maybe I do a photo book. I've, I've thought about this a lot and I just need to do it and quit being scared. Anyway, I've noticed a new trend with women, how they, here, we're going to have to look this one up. Yeah, I've noticed a new trend with women, and it's it's like, um, they want, they want to, or they really like posting a, a cute guy, a guy, a good looking dude, who's like lip syncing and shit, and like, I don't know, like, it's just a weird thing, like, he didn't write that song. He's lip syncing. I, I mean, when girls do it too, it's the same thing, kind of. But it's really cringe when a guy does it, man. Like I saw a meme the other day, like a guy doing selfies is a cry for help. <laughs> but no, like it's a guy lip syncing. I guess it's just like thirst strap shit. Same thing women do, right? But then, you know, I follow a lot of women and stuff and they post stuff. Like, uh, it'll be a guy's talking like, yo, treat your woman right, man. Because you don't treat her right, she's going to be gone. And all those other hoes are going to be gone, too. Then you just going to be by yourself. Like, shit like that. Like, I was just freestyling that shit. But, like, and it's just like, dude, shut the fuck up. We, like, dudes know exactly what you're doing, dude. But girls, like, eat that shit up. It's really crazy, man. Like, watch. Here's this one can. His name, first of all, his name is GQ Perry. Let's just go through this. Let's just go through this fool's catalog, man. 
<laughs> girls are probably gonna love it. Like, yo, yo, he's speaking the truth right there. That's a that's a real man right there. Man, this shit is so blatant to me. This shit is so blatant. All right, let's let's. I'll just pick some random one, man. If he ain't grabbing your rolls like they are the last piece of bread at Texas Roadhouse, he ain't the one, sis. Oh yeah. If she's the problem, then why do all her exes always try to come back? It's just so much self-affirming shit for like women. I'm sure women feel like this. I'm not I'm not discounting that. But this fool knows exactly what he's doing and it's so blatant. She posted on social media that her man bought her a new necklace. She's taking pics showing it off. Now you're jealous and mad at your dude because he hasn't bought you anything in a while. And he's always working. But little did you know that her man cheated on her the night before for the third time. And he got her that necklace so she can forgive him. But your man is faithful. Social media will have you wanting to be something that isn't even real. Yeah. Y'all don't know what happens behind closed doors. Be happy with what you have. And I talk like I'm rapping. I like to do this gestures. Yo, it just goes to show, like, guys who are, like, I mean, I, you know, I'm, I'm sure girls think this dude's a hunk. And then they're like, and then they hear this. It's just like, yo, if I was talking like this, like, yo, ma, yo, ma, be who you are. If he ain't trying to grab your rolls, if he ain't trying to pull pubic hairs out of his teeth, he ain't the one, sis. He ain't the one, sis. I talk like I'm rapping to emphasize it more. Yo, yo, if he ain't trying to smell your B.O., your morning breath, he ain't the one, sis. That's what it is. If I said that, my gargoyle ass, girls would be like, this guy's a fucking creep. One more. Let's just do one more, man. You ever notice people who don't tolerate lies, disrespect, or BS are always labeled as difficult, crazy, toxic, or bitter? Preach. You ever notice people who <laughs> oh, don't that was tolerate it. That was lies, it. disrespect, or BS? So, so if you if you have been called difficult, crazy, toxic, or bitter, don't question it. Don't question it at all. Don't question yourself. You're not toxic and bitter. You just don't fucking put up with bullshit. You're brutally honest. Yo, you're not an asshole. You're not an asshole for being brutally honest. You're just speaking your truth. You know what I mean? You're, being brutally honest, you can't be an asshole if you're brutally honest. You're being brutally honest. Right. Fuck this guy, man. This guy is a fucking clown, dude. And I know I'm hating, but... Alright, one more. One more. Let's just do one more. I'm gonna randomly click something. It's funny how you treat the woman who loves you like crap. <laughs> but entertain these other women who wouldn't even hold you down if you lost it all. It's funny how you treat the woman who loves you like crap. crap. But entertain these other women He's who got wouldn't his hands even hold like you this. down if you lost it all. You lost it all. If you lost it all. You know, these bitches, these other bitches, they wouldn't you're you you do so much for your motherfucking man, and he doesn't give a shit, man. Who are these fucking people, man? I see it all the time on Facebook, and it's it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy, man. You know what I mean? Not Facebook, on Instagram. Like, I see people, like, breaking down in their stories, like, fuck this guy, fuck that, blah, blah. It's, uh, 
I'm really done, man. And I'm like on some posting ghost shit like now. My my, you can look at my fucking screen time. You, I'll, I'll prove it right now. Screen time. Screen time. Daily average. All shit. It's high today, but it's two and a half hours. That's high. And that's because I had a YouTube video on while I was in the shower. So the screen stays on the whole time. That's exactly why, actually. But, you know, I try to keep it under two hours a a day now, man. I'm done with this shit. I'll give myself like 15 minutes to scroll in the morning and then just other random shit during the day. Because I'm done, man. I'm posting my shit that I like to post I'm just focusing on YouTube. Not even focusing. I, I hate to say it. I'm not focusing on shit. I'm doing fun shit like this because I this is fun to me to rant and edit and go fishing and do my vlogs and make wine and shit like that. That's my new shit. If you guys didn't, if you guys didn't see, but yeah, but from now on, like on Instagram and all that shit, I'm just posting and ghosting and fuck the phone in general, man. Just yo, I got a I got a cell phone. I mean, I always had a cell phone, like a flip phone, but I got a smartphone for the first time in like 2013 when I first moved to Hollywood. So like nine years ago. And the only reason I got it is because I started delivering pizzas. I was working for the um, pizza and wine bar up in Beverly Hills. And um, yeah, I needed a fucking phone to get all the, you know, the addresses were too crazy. And that was the only reason I got a fucking smartphone. And that was only nine years ago. And it's just like, man, I want to go back to before. I wish we had to text where you had to do one, one, two, 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 three, three, four, four, five, six, six, six. You know what I mean? To spell out like a word. Because sentences would only be like three seconds or three sentence, three words and you're done. You know what I mean? GQ Perry. Girls are probably going to say I'm a hater, man, which probably is true. But imagine my my ass doing that on your on socials. Hey, ma. Hey, ma. Hey, ma. They don't know. They don't know all your bad habits, all your bad habits, all your toxicities. They're not toxicities. It's him who's toxic, man. It's him. You're doing you don't you just don't take bullshit. People might call you an asshole for that. Being brutally honest. You called this girl fat right to her face. That's not being an asshole. You're just being brutally honest, ma. And people don't know that, man. People don't know what you go through. (laughs) If I was saying shit like that, you'd be like, this guy's a fucking creep, dude. But if I got all chiseled up, fixed my teeth, got some hair plugs... And maybe just plastic surgery in general. They'd be like, oh, this guy knows what's up. He's speaking to my heart. Don't get fooled, ladies. That fool's a fucking fraud. Guarantee. GQ Perry. Perry. All right. I think we could get into some fun stuff. You know, I've been falling asleep lately to... um science lectures lectures and shit like journey beyond the edge of the universe shit like that like what is beyond the edge of the universe what was before what is nothing real long discussions and lectures and and presentations on this stuff and man it's really daunting 
And it's fucking sad that we don't think about that stuff more. That's part of the reason why I, I think I need a, you know, I've always been the type of guy that needs like, uh, needs to shake shit up. Cause I get complacent and sedentary and <clears throat> that's like where my anxiety breeds. My anxiety never used to be this bad. It was always bad ever since I was a little kid. Always worse than most people's. Not not trying to like play a competition or anything, but it is. It is it's just a fact. It's always been worse than most people's. But it's it's really bad lately, man. And for a few years, really. Not because of the pandemic or anything like that. Just even before that. It's been it's been bad, man. And I, I, I think I need another shakeup, man. Because the reason I moved from Flagstaff to Phoenix was like, I felt like I was agoraphobic, but not for a, my house, for my hometown and shit. Like, I felt just too insulated in my hometown. And I was like, I got to get out of here. Like, I don't know. I Like, I was like, I got to get it. Because every time I would travel to Phoenix... Like, I would go down to my homie's house in Phoenix, and we'd party for a night or whatever. And then, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd pass out at the pad, at his pad, and before he would wake up, I would dip, like, Irish goodbye, just because I was, like, jumpy, man. Like, I was like, I need to be at my home base. And I felt like that about my city and shit. And it started creeping into, like, going to Sedona. Like, Sedona, if you don't know, from it's distance to Flagstaff. It's like a, it's like a 45 minute drive from Flagstaff and it's like a party spot. You know, you go down to the Creek and shit. There's cliffs to jump off of shit like that. Swimming. And you, we would party down there. And I would, I, I noticed like going even there. So anyway, that's why I was like, I need to mix something up. So I moved to Phoenix solo. Didn't, I mean, I had friends in Phoenix and stuff, but not like I did in Flagstaff. Anyway, so I needed to like mix it up and then I started then, you know, I lived in Phoenix for a long time and then I went to college and I got a <clears throat> I purposefully applied for I I started feeling that same way. Like I need to mix it up like I'm too used to Phoenix and shit. And I, I purposefully during college because I had to do a certain amount of hours of an internship to graduate. So I purposefully started applying for internships out of state like I applied for some in New York and shit like that I didn't get those but I would have gone there if I did you know but I ended up getting one with the San Diego Chargers and I was like this is perfect it's not even that far that's a perfect little stepping stone San Diego turns out San Diego is my favorite city in the fucking world and I want to move back there one day but yeah that's the whole catalyst that got me out to California you know and I feel like I need to mix it up again. I love L.A., man. I love Long Beach. But I feel like I am I need to mix it up with just, I don't know, man. I feel like I'm, I'm getting a little jumpy. I'm getting a little cagey. You know what I mean? And it's, it's just not good. So that's why I'm trying to, like, branch out and maybe do this van life stuff. But on, on to some more fun stuff. You know, I've been thinking about the universe a lot. That that was my whole point about that. That's I, that whole rant was about like I've been thinking about the universe a lot, and it's really a shame that we don't think about it more, like deeply think about it, because it is what it is, man. And we're gonna die 
and nothing i mean maybe our energy goes on but if i mean obviously our energy will go on but i i personally don't think you'll be conscious of it you know what i mean it'll be an unconscious uh an unconscious transfer into another medium like you know you bury yourself your energy makes fucking the soil nutrient and feeds the plant that grows or whatever that kind of shit but you're not conscious of that. You don't remember being a human. You don't remember your memories. It's just your energy. I really want to do a book. I really, I was, I was thinking about it, man. Cause man, this ne there's nepotism in Hollywood. I've been applying for fucking years to movie studios, and I'm not even talking about being an editor or a writer, even though my degree's in writing, but I, you know, I obviously haven't proven myself, which is another fucking scam. Like you need to. To get a job at blah blah so and so, you have to have like all these credentials, and it's like, how does anybody start? And it's all nepotism, man. It's all somebody who knows somebody who's on the inside. It's fucking bullshit. Like, look look at all these stars, man. Gwyneth Paltrow, born into a a fucking you know a Hollywood family. Drew Barrymore, born into a Hollywood family. I think Johnny Depp, even maybe not Johnny Depp. Charlie Sheen, <laughs> Charlie Sheen, but yeah, he was born, you know, Michael, his, what, what's his dad's name? Michael Sheen, right? Well, anyway, you know, like they've been Donald Sutherland, fucking Kiefer Sutherland. There's obviously actors that were like from the bottom. Now they're here, but a lot of them aren't. And that's just actors. Actors are a small portion of Hollywood. I'm talking even working in the fucking mailroom. You need to know somebody at Paramount who has an uncle who's friends with the exec who can give a good word for you. You know what I mean? And I've just been applying for years. And my resume is fucking stellar looking. It looks like, whoa, man, you've done some crazy shit. That's dope. And, it's, and so it's like, fuck it, man. Fuck it all. Fuck the system. Fuck it all. I want to make movies. I want to make short films and shit like that. Why don't I just document a fucking travel and and make a book, make a travel book. But for a motherfucker like me, not a fucking, you know, not a cheesy one. You know, anyway, I have my own plans on what kind of book and shit that I would do. It'd be on the, along the lines of like an Action Bronson cookbook. You know what I'm saying? Which is, it was a great book. And, um... Yeah, like this would be my guide to America. And it's the only way I'll, I'll ever be able to see this shit. Watching all these uh, science lectures before I go to sleep, it's really like it's all stuff I've known too. Like I've, you know, I've, I hear about it, but I'm really like doing the intricacies, like finding out all the stars that are in within a 25 uh, light years from Earth. And it's really interesting, man. And it's starting to make me think that UFOs might be very, might be very scarce. You know what I'm saying? Like within the universe, just, just, it took, you know, the earth is 4 billion, 4 point something billion years old. That's it. I mean, that's it. That's a fuck. That's a long ass time. And life has been around for like 3.5 billion years. But for like 
three billion years, it was just slime. You know what I'm saying? It was just like one cell organisms, just slime. We didn't grow like little tadpole hands and become salamanders for fucking billions of years. And, you know, the dinosaurs were, what, 600 million years ago? And they died off 60 million years ago? And human, I think the human race, humans, fucking homo sapiens, are like 200,000 years old. Let's say 300,000 because they were mingling with Neanderthals and stuff. It's like, that's a nut. That's a blink of an eye, man. So, like, civilizations could have come, like, because you think, I, I, I don't, I'm not sure humans will be around in a million years. I hope so. It'd be kick ass. But I'm not sure that it will be will be around in 20 million years, a billion years. I'm not sure. Like the sun's going to devour us in 4 billion years. It's going to turn into a red giant and devour us. And that's 4 billion years from now. So if we haven't become of, if we haven't like roached the earth by then, but if we haven't become like a, a, a space faring society, I mean, we're 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 done f- for sure in four billion years. For sure, humans are done in four billion years. You know what I mean? Unless we haven't colonized other planets, which four billion years, we could be just floating fucking plasma by then. Who knows? With just telepathic plasma particles floating in the air, but who knows? But I'm just saying, if we haven't figured out something like that. We're done for sure in four billion years, but I'm I'm thinking like a million years. We haven't even been alive for a million years, evolutionary speaking. Like Homo sapiens haven't we've not even a half a million years, not even a quarter billion years. We've only been around two hundred thousand years. So a million years, you think we can fucking make it? I hope so. I'm, I'm I'll be optimistic on that point, but. I'm just saying, like, so civilizations could have come and gone on other planets and we just didn't line up and miss them. And I was listening to Brian Cox and he was saying how rare it would be to actually make like civil like a civilization. I'm not talking about life. I'm sure the universe is teeming with life. I'm talking about intelligent civilizations like ours. You know what I mean? Maybe less more primitive or more advanced but he was just talking about how like he thinks there could be like one or two civilizations per galaxy on average and that's crazy to think because even if there is a super advanced uh civilization in um andromeda to travel all the way to the milky way it seems nearly impossible right Unless you figured out some time, some type of like wormhole or something, that that seems nearly impossible. Not impossible logically. I think the Andromeda galaxy is like two point something million light years away. How far is Andromeda? Andromeda, Irvine, is about twenty-seven miles away. No, 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 Siri, you stupid bitch. How far away is the Andromeda galaxy? Oh, she's saying megaparsecs, which is fucking... 
How many light years away is the Andromeda Galaxy? Here's an answer from Wikipedia. The Andromeda Galaxy, IPA, Andromed, also known as Messier 31. Okay. 31. It says 2.5 million light years. Like I said, two, I said something like that. Jesus, you got to be so specific with fucking Siri. But um, yeah, so 2.5 million light years. So that means traveling at the speed of light, which no particle can travel faster than the speed of light or the speed of light from what we know from current physics, we know. So no spaceship could go faster than the speed of light. You could get near the speed of light, but never go faster than it. But anyway, say you traveled at the speed of light, it would take you 2.5 million years to get there. 2.5 million years. And that's just to get to the Andromeda galaxy. Like you still have, you know, another 100,000 years or whatever of light years. So it it just, unless we figured out some kind of warping of space and time, wormholes, et cetera, et cetera, it's starting to look grim. But I've also, at the same token, been reading up on different species of aliens and I love it. Damn, this this mic sounds sexy, huh? And I love it, yeah. All right. But yeah, I've been looking up different species of aliens. You know, from experts. The experts. And let's read up about a couple of them. Oh, I'm going to do an episode on Valiant Thor one of these days. If you haven't heard of Valiant Thor, you know, I I I I put him in my notes because I was watching last year's like it it they they did like a half and half American horror story and half of it was like alien abduction story and Valiant Thor was in it and I was like, "Yo, that's some obscure shit." Cuz I heard of Valiant Thor on some podcast like 10 years ago. And I was like, oh, man, you know, it's a it's a wild story, Valiant Thor. And. um, Oh, well, fuck it. Fuck the next episode. Let me just look up now. Right. We'll look up alien races next episode. I'll read this Valiant Thor synopsis of, you know, this is like a this is like a summary of who Valiant Thor was. And then we're going to look at a UFO clip. And then we'll say goodbye because this has been 2023 and I've had fun ranting my bullshit to you guys. I love you. GQ Perry, man, you know, come to think of it, GQ, you's cool, man. You cool, man. You cool, my man. Keep doing what you're doing, man. You're doing God's work out there. You're doing God's work out there, okay? You know what I'm saying, man? You lifting up these women. You ain't fucking these women. You ain't fucking these women. We know you're not fucking. You're too good of a guy. You're too good of a guy to fuck these women. You're doing God's work. You're doing God's work. You're, 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 you must be kin of Mother Teresa. You might, Let me say that clear. You must be kin to Mother Teresa. God's work. All right. Here we go. <laughs> Valiant Thor. Date, March 16th. Hold on, let me... You guys know me. I don't read very well. Valiant Thor. Date, March 16th, 
1957. I think my mother was born in 1958. Sorry to put you on blast, mom. Um, claim extraterrestrial extraterrestrials meet with President Eisenhower. The book Stranger at the Pentagon by Frank E. Strange. That's weird. His name's Strange. Hmm. Claims that on this date, three extraterrestrials from the planet Venus. From the planet Venus? I didn't know Valiant Thor was from Venus. Is that just like... This is 1957. They didn't know shit about Venus back then. Um, all right. Um, from the planet Venus, led by Commander Valiant Thor, landed in a farmer's field in Alexandria, Virginia. Upon the arrival, the local police, who were the first to respond, Thor requested to meet the president and was whisked away to the Pentagon where he initially met with the Secretary of Defense, Neil H. McElroy. After the meeting with McElroy, Thor was taken to the White House where he met with President Eisenhower and Vice President Richard Nixon! And the Joint Chiefs of Staff. Uh, it was in this meeting when Thor made it known to the group that he represented an intergalactic high council who were worried about Earth's nuclear capabilities and the possibility of the destruction of the human race brought about through nuclear warfare. Thor remained on Earth for a period of three years in what appeared to be an advise in an in an advisory capacity. That's what I knew of him. Like I knew he was like, I mean, I don't, you know, this is what I've the the conspiracy theory I heard was he was helping out the government in in different acts aspects of like war. Or no, he wouldn't help in war. Just technology, but he he would just help with the technology. Not in a nefarious way. Okay. Thor remained on Earth for a period. Although President Eisenhower wanted to make the arrival and concerns of the extraterrestrials public knowledge, he was persuaded by Nixon and the Joint Chiefs not to do so. Fucking Nixon. Tricky dicky, dude, right? Um... Frank E. Strange, Strange as, Strange, Strange, who was a federal marshal and chaplain who had top secret security clearance at the Pentagon, claims he had first-hand knowledge of this and, in fact, had several meetings with Valiant Thor and his companions. Strange's, Strange's claims have been supported by Harley Bird, the nephew of Admiral Richard E. Bird, who work of the who worked for the Department of the Defense in 1957 to 1963 and was assigned to Project Blue Book, the secret military program that investigated UFO reports as well as President Eisenhower's family. I knew Project Blue Book. That was ran by um Alan Hynek. I think there's like old videos. We'll go we'll go over this some other time. But I think there's or you should you should Google this. I think there's old videos of him like on not Carson because it was way before that, but like um um uh, late night shows like that talking about that. And he was like uh he was a scientist and he went into it like a non believer of UFOs. And I think afterwards he came out saying 
because he would investigate claims and shit like UFO abduction claims or whatever it may be. And he came out like a full on believer. And he might have experienced something. I'll, I'll, I'll do some research on him. And we'll, we'll do an Alan Hynek video. But for now, let's end on a motherfucking UFO. This isn't a UFO. This is Apollo 17 astronauts on the moon talking amongst each other. Let's see what they talk about, shall we? For those who are listening, this is Apollo 17 astronauts in December 17, 1972. What are those things going over? What is that, Jack? Hey, something just hit here. What blue? Hey, what is that? It's just flying over the top of our head. What the hell is that thing? Alright, I just wanted to show you that because this is going into the intro. But those are astronauts. Talking about shit flying over their head on the moon. What the fuck could be flying over your head on the moon? Think about that as you make your 2023 resolutions and make them according to the alien agenda, the reptilian agenda. It's out there. Do the knowledge. I love you, everybody. Bazooka loves you. This has been the Catacomb Cult Podcast. Smooches, smooches, smoo-ooches. Bye. Established in 399 BC, this is the Catacomb Cult.